I really think I should have a lot more cotton on coat. Let me use uh, the word didn't exist then, or at least I didn't know it then, but in today's words, we would call it clout. Somebody say clout. And the Holy Spirit spoke back and said, Son, do you know what it is for one human being to see you as a voice? The people who live and die and never have one person value anything that comes out of their mouth. oh Lord I repent let me repeat do you know what it means for one human being to give you their ears and whatever you thank God for grows just down a little bit thank you whatever you thank God for grows So escape the sneer of the enemy this afternoon and begin to thank him for everything. Oh, we give you praise and we bless your name. We say thanks. Thank you. Down a little bit. For all that you've done. Sometimes thank you is just not good enough. A bit more. And so I'll give you my heart. Just ignore my voice. For the rest of my life. Until you come Until you come And how can I say thank you For all that you've done Sometimes thank you Is just not good enough So I'll give you my heart for the rest of my life until you come, until you come, cause now and forever. Now and forever, Kaisabata. Now and forever. Now and forever. Thank you. Now and forever.
you turn that song into a prayer? Come on. Now and forever. Come on, tell him now and forever. Now and forever. Masiko palatia. Sheketebe, come on, come on. Nandori kapapapatilaita. Zeberedia. Karando borokosh katipalandia kata. Zegedi balakatunan debreketula bahatia. Zebele kunan zebeti ketiburiata. Zebele kotunan tabarakati beleketaila. Zivenendorobo otilevenenti bahati. Zigedebele kuradian debokoti. Zevedubari enun jegetibalia. Zabe, 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 zabe. Zatura namahakatilalia. Elekuma kakakwateti. Kelemusa katapokoti. Nantopokoti. Nantokoboti, Nantokobo, Nantokobo, Nantabariata, Zebedebelikata, Ila, Ila, Ikutinimikiti Beletia, Zebedebeleketulabakata, Zigerebeleketua, Zaborokoninta Labahati, Ilando Rokopoti, Zigerebeleketulabakati, Inanda Robokotori Bakati, Zigereborokotoria Mahata, Zebedeboriata, Ile boronde rikabrados katibalata manto le frenente ikakapa. Come on, open your mouth. Give him thanks in a spirit language. Nanunu sikepetila ilahati zebede dola ebele dola lekuma. Come on, give him thanks in the language of the spirit. Manto ebe ila find the vein of thanksgiving and let it flow. Zakuraba katinanto bokotwa ishada ishada. Ile kunda badie kwatilego di zebre toninga dabadwa zebre koko katifrana come on come on la korekete paliku samante tell him thank you thank you for my wife thank you for my sons thank you for our home ikuna thank you lord for almost 13 years of glory ningi dibalukure kete bratia thank you kula for bringing us through ikuna storms and trials thank you that we are together in your naku snapper in your sight elopo we have i have not buried my spouse akumande sikre kuriakata i have not had cause to bury a child zile proninge turiaba we have never lacked food inekuraba never lacked raiment or shelter all these years you have sustained us to god be the glory mando kosika baba thank you malo kuminiki yeborunde sikaburiata zilabrononga for the akomasia for the open heaven over my family zikurin i'm praying for me you pray for you in aroma sakala kumika Thank you for the atmosphere of love. Thank you for giving us a home upon which several have been built. Thank you for giving us a home upon which several others have been built. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. La kore bababa tinengudiapa zikre koreketi palatuma. Thank you, Korea, that our table has fed many with bread with bread masukapa selepelukuria katapa santa brakoriete palatia sikore manto rokokotika zigevopamale izababa babatwa 
Zigele de Bora Makati Zebedi 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 Ile Kura Mamandurieke. Thank you for my children. Thank you that they were born against the counsel of hell. Thank you that Satan said no. Ah, but Yahweh said yes. Thank you that they are strong and healthy. That their development is unabated. Ah, thank you that they are examples of the faith in their generation. Thank you for giving them a mind to serve you. Thank you for the privilege that the God and the angel who walked with me as their father now reveals himself to them in their days. Thank you for dividing for them a spoil with the mighty and a portion with the great. Thank you for the bloodlines to which I belong. Thank you for the bloodlines to which I belong. The bloodlines to which I belong. Thank you for the Isiave bloodline. Thank you, Lord, for the Roae bloodline. Thank you, God, for the Sami bloodline. Likuma, thank you for the Olushakim bloodline. Thank you, Kunaila Pakote Pelika, for the Shobamoa bloodline. Thank you, Lekoporiaka Pasubaraka, for the Olubeson bloodline. Marokomante Palia. Thank you, God, that when darkness came, light prevailed. Thank you that when ancient altars spoke, mercy thundered back. Ha ha! kobariata. Come on, somebody. You know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to go. You can do as you wish. I have business to deal with with the Lord this afternoon. Thank you that Asian bloodlines came for me. Asian altars came for us. Thank you that Asian covenants put in their accusations. But by the mercy of God, we stand and still are. Thank you that the blessing of this little boy has prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors. Thank you that Akunakwata that untapped spiritual capital in the realms of the divine has been no allocated allocated to me in my thank you that where my forebearers failed you have granted me grace to succeed Thank you for the anointing upon my life. <laughs> Thank you for the wikuma sakapa. Thank you for the anointing that teaches me all things and empowers me to do hard things. Thank you for the oil of gladness. Thank you for the smear of your favor. Thank you for the savor of your goodness that follows me everywhere. Thank you for the acknowledgement that is 
forced upon all who have discernment that I am the blessed of the Lord. You have been better to me than I've been to myself. Thank you for unveiling the counsel of Zion to me. Not just for revelation, not just for utterance, but for experience. Thank you for counting me worthy to be a partaker of the things which you have committed to my speaking. Thank you, Lord, that I do not speak of things that I don't see. Thank you for causing me to be able to say with gratitude and humility like my master the things that I began to first do and teach La Rumaka thank you for hiding these things from wise and prudent ones but revealing them to babes like me thank you because the word of the Lord has bypassed the palace and bypassed the thrones and bypassed the seats of influence and has come to a people in the backside of the wilderness our name is John we are the beneficiaries of your grace there is no one in the lineage of the spirit with this ikumala supalikata thank you for commission thank you for granting us favor that in seasons like this that the God of all creation would move at the sound of our voice La atomaya atomaya atobaria thank you for open heavens in this season ah lord i want to thank you for kingdom culture thank you for trusting me with your baby i'm praying for me y'all better pray for yourself because i'm on one i'm just having a, i'm having my quiet time you can join in if if it so pleases you lord thank you for trusting me with your baby thank you for trusting me with so great a people thank you for trusting me with destiny so precious to you ah thank you for trusting me with lives for which you have so much planned who am i and who is my father's house ah for there are many 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 more qualified but your grace sought me out akuta palelo sabah etwaninga hadi Oh, I worship you. Thank you for putting us on your calendar. Thank you for marking us on your schedule. Ale shelewi. I'm praising God. You carry on. Fente, fente. 
Rabata, rabata, ribiti, ribiti. Abayowa. Ah, Ulua Uche. Thank you that when the enemy came in like, when the enemy came in, like a flood, you rose and raised a standard. Thank you for the days of Adulam. Thank you for these coming soon. These that are now here, the days of Hebron. Thank you for the days of Jerusalem that are yet to come. Thank you for covenants, treaties, pacts, and alliances that will shape the course of the kingdom for a generation. Thank you for pacts, covenants, treaties, and alliances that will shape the course of the kingdom for generations. Thank you for trusting us with regions. Ah, thank you for trusting us with regions, regions, not just nations, regions, regions, regions. Thank you for the scepter of righteousness that you have bequeathed to us and the wisdom and gravity to rule and govern. Thank you for miracles, signs and wonders. Thank you for miracles, signs and wonders. Thank you for miracles, signs and wonders. Come on, thank you. Thank you for strength like no other. Thank you for strength like no other. Thank you that you have multiplied us and we will not be few. Thank you that you have glorified us and we will not be small. Thank you for watching over your word to perform it. Now in 
this time you have brought us into a large room. Eko Ramadieko Zileto Bade. sorts of delicacies on the table um, and it's like a wedding or a, a birthday or whatever it is and they're dressed in 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 very very classy uniforms and 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 I, and, and, and I hear that the instruction was given that Jesus gave 
the disciples at the miracle of the 5,000 and they were told to sit us in order in essence in tables of 50 you know and I hear the Lord say that 50 symbolizes several things the first is Jubilee uh, that, 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 that the sitting in 50s is a thing of jubilee. It's a cycle of freedom and breakthrough and restoration. And the second thing is that 50 is 10 times 5. And that it's talking about sitting and, elect, uh, and being elected to sit at tables of grace. Somebody say grace. Somebody say grace, say grace, say grace, say grace. The, the third is the concept of Pentecost. Uh, that, that there is a, an outpouring of the spirit would hear me and hear me clearly most significant the lord significantly the lord would say to us that the significance of being asked to sit down in in groups is the order of our flesh and he says two types of order that he's been trying to accomplish internal order and community order in essence god's been trying to order your life as an individual the affairs of your life but he's also been trying to order you in relationship with your community, with your uh, 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 your spiritual and maybe even biological family. Uh, and that this morning, as we began to give God thanks, hear me, says the Lord. God said, thanksgiving is the magic bullet. And I said, what do you mean by magic bullet? And he says, son, I am aware that it is not given unto man to direct his ways. No human being can be trusted uh, uh, in and of themselves to perfectly follow through without errors or mistakes in any circumstance oh i wish somebody would wherever you are i wish you would focus on what's going on right now there is a transaction going on right now please don't miss it i i say that for your good uh, as much as for mine uh, and that it is part of the scheduling of god it is part of the scheduling of god that there are systems and technologies in the spirit that are designed to make up for lost time or errors. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, I have never heard this before. But as I had heard it, the Bible began to pop up in my mind to, to buttress the point that Thanksgiving is a technology by which heaven can patch up the gaps in your alignment, obedience, or the necessity. In a sense, that what you did not do in the legal system, heaven can accrue worship and thanksgiving as a remedial model to bring you up to date. And that as we struck that vein this afternoon, that that cart was wheeled in because it had been prepared for us. Somebody say prepared for us. Someone say prepared for us. And the Lord even began to speak to me about certain instructions that he had given me and said this system of thanksgiving will accelerate and in some cases negate the need for some of those instructions. Because what would have taken a month will now take a day. Ah, we worship you. 
we heal you. We heal you. We worship you. We heal you. We give you praise. And so, Father, let that card to begin to be distributed with every delicacy thereon to the glory of your name. To the glory of your name. Oh, hallelujah. And I hear the Lord say to some of us, I will visit you again. And you know what I mean? He says, you missed, like Jesus told Jerusalem, war unto you. For you did not discern the hour of your visitation. I hear the Lord say, I will visit you again. I will orchestrate another Kairos. I will give you another moment with which to lay hold on the inheritance of your lifetime. word is for everybody. This, can you just take my reverb down a little bit? This word is, or is it delay one or the two? Maybe both. This word is for everybody. But in, in, in particular, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna, don't embarrass you in public. Those of you online don't need to know who I'm talking about, but, but, but sis, specifically, I see that concerning you. See that specifically concerning you and 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 i suspect that as we were praying uh, uh that perhaps god was showing or saying something to you particularly concerning that and so i just want to bring that confirmation i hear god say specifically concerning you that a cairo season is about to open a cairo season is about to open I won't go any further publicly, but there's a Kairos season about to open. And he said, let me say this out here. There are things that he has in the past said to you and you are seeing the elements that pertain to his kingdom and agenda, they've been checking out over time. And your question, maybe unspoken, may have been, what about the personal ones? And he says, it is a small thing with me to 
to redeem time. Not one jot or tittle will fail, says the Lord. Not one jot or tittle will fail. And specifically, the Father would say that there are elements of some of those things that include the will of other people. And your thought process may have been, how can this work when it is not completely within my purview? How can I control the wills of others? And the Lord says, leave that to me, both in terms of making it happen and or expressing it because perhaps says the lord you may not specifically have in essence you may have you may have scored a hundred percent in the revelatory phase but the applicationary phase is obscure because i am the lord and when i'm done you will reverse engineer the word and see that not only did it come to pass but I handled it far better than you would have if you personally or if it had happened the way you may have understood it to be don't know what this means to you but I'm just being told to say it so I'll say it <laughs> the Lord says for I will indeed raise unto myself a generation for he says I will as I have spoken indeed raise unto myself out of you a generation Thus saith the Spirit of the Lord. Pastors and come. Come, let's come and stand here. Malahubah lindoria keble dinanda. Now I want to make it clear. I'm not saying this because of what you said. Alright, has nothing to do with what you said about Friday. And by the way, if you're, if you're watching at home, if you're in the room, um, feel free to be what I call a prophecy thief, quote and unquote. Um, God many times will speak to one person with multiple people able to tap into that word. Amen. Uh, and I've seen cases where the intended recipient of the prophecy didn't appropriate it, but somebody else did. And many times I have been the thief. I said, God, is that, is that, I, just, I just sense that this person's relaxed everybody, smile, smile. We don't need to, the prophetic will still flow whether or not I joke. So, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that kind of prophet. Um, but, Pastor so I see a boardroom. Um, I see a meeting. Um, and there's been a discussion that's been going on concerning you for a while. So there's been a conversation going on about you for a while. Now, what I don't yet know is whether this is a natural or spiritual conversation. 
uh, maybe it's a bit of both, but there is a conversation that's been going on concerning you. And there have been deliberations several times. And each time you have almost been chosen. You've almost been cleared. And it's occurred on at least two occasions. Again, I don't know if this is natural or spiritual. But you have been on a short list for a while. And it seems like that short list has escaped you narrowly on at least two occasions. So now that is the word of knowledge. This is now the declaration. I am declaring as instructed that somebody will be missing from the next deliberation. There is a voice that will not make it to the next. Again, I don't know if it's natural or spiritual, but I'm seeing it clearly. And, and there is this entity, this person, I don't know if it's a spirit being or human being, that is responsible for the, the process of overlooking you. And I've been given instructions, and so Lord, I declare that that voice will not be licensed and cleared to be at the next deliberation their absence I don't know if it's just their absence or their replacement but their absence will be the, the final piece of the puzzle uh, and you will be cleared says the Lord with back restitution um, what will come out of this next set of deliberations will not just be that you can move it would be that you can move as though you were granted the favor at the very first deliberation. Uh, and there will be three things that will come as a result of it, which I will keep to myself for now, because I don't feel a release to say. Uh, but know this, in the first three, between now and the end of the first quarter of 2023, someone will give you some money that doesn't make sense and i don't assume i'm not talking about in its amount i mean the person and the reason for it so i don't know whether to be huge or small but something about that financial gift will not flow with your common sense and the lord says in that season when that comes through he says strike now whatever strike means i don't know but that in essence Thank you, Holy Spirit. So you've been, you've been, you've been asking God for a... Uh, be patient with me, everybody. I'm working on literally 60 minutes sleep. So my brain's a lot slower than my spirit. Uh, but but you've, you, you, you almost said to God along the lines of, how will I know that it's my time? When, how will I know that this is my season? The Lord says that's the answer to your question. There will be this act of favor with a financial component. It could be money, could be something, but it will be a financial aspect to it. And when that happens, he says, know that your season has come. And he said to tell you to plunge fully, doubting nothing. And so, Father, we seal it in the name of Jesus. We command it so. We say nothing will stand in its way. 
We give you thanks and praise. Somebody put your hands together for where they got. All right, so I'm going to take executive license to pull the spirit of this prophet back uh, into subjection to the prophet. Um, something's opening, but I believe that there are some very important things that I need to do uh, this afternoon. And if we have some time left over, perhaps we will flow again a little bit more. And if not, well, the quorum will be back this Wednesday. Anybody excited about that? Wow. Let's try this one more time. Choose your next words and sounds very carefully. I said the quorum will be back next Wednesday. Um, and next week, Sunday, uh, can we put our hands together for my media team? I know about yours, but my media team is the best in the business. Um, now, if we could just put up the flyer for the General Assembly. Uh, next week, we are in the city of Nottingham. And if we take the, the keys down from source just a little bit, so from the overall source. Um, so next week, Sunday, um, that would be, what's the date now? The the third, the fourth? Somebody help me out. The 4th of December, the final General Assembly. You know, let's check the keys down completely, completely. So the final General Assembly of 2023. And for those of you who don't know, the General Assembly is our monthly quote-unquote church service. So for the last two, three years, we have been operating in a very uh, peculiar and bespoke manner which we know is not necessarily for everybody, amen? Uh, but we've been operating as commanded, uh, and we now believe that on the back of that, God has seen it fit to put us in command. And so once a month for the last couple of years, we gather for a quote-unquote traditional church service while we have had through the course of the month, the other three or four weeks, uh, virtual broadcast services from one of our embassy studios with people gathering in clusters in cities around the UK and some of them in other countries of the world. Uh, and so the final one for this year is next week Sunday. Uh, it will be a summit overflow. Somebody say summit overflow. Come on, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Say summit overflow. Y'all look very deep this morning, afternoon. Tell anybody, say, it's okay to smile in God's presence. In fact, the proof that you're in God's presence is that there's fullness of joy, amen? So um, y'all are a bit too uptight for me. I know, I know the room is pregnant with the glory of God, but I promise you God will not leave because you smile. Right, Tony? I promise you not one angel will leave the room simply because you show your teeth. So look at your neighbor, say, show me your teeth. Now, neighbor, if your neighbor doesn't show you their teeth, demand it. And if necessary, pull them by the cheeks. Okay, good. Um, now, we will be in Nottingham. Uh, flyer one more time, please. At the Mercure Sherwood Hotel. Uh, 
No, the Mercure Hotel on, is it Sherwood Road, if I'm not mistaken? What's the name of the street now? So the Mercure Nottingham Sherwood Hotel, Mansfield Road. Uh, that Mansfield Road is the exact same road that Kingdom Culture began on. Uh, at a YMCA just down the road and so something about that location is very dear to my heart. Now I want to apologize on behalf of uh, our leadership team. We were supposed to begin having weekly quote unquote general assemblies in the city of Nottingham starting from last month or this month, November. Um, we had a last minute issue with our venue that we have uh, we saw well I saw the need let me take responsibility to take a step back and just clarify some things in the spirit before we proceeded uh, and so we were excited we were ready we'd made all the plans and when that happened I just felt a check in my spirit to pull back a little bit now the plan we're still working through some of those things and so we'll confirm this next week Sunday but the plan is that starting from this Sunday coming, I stress it's the plan, we need to confirm it, that starting from this Sunday coming, that will commence. Uh, and so it could be that as from this Sunday, you go back to Nottingham and every single week, we have a weekly General Assembly. And so for those of you who are watching, who've asked us, you know, you live in Birmingham, you live in Sheffield, you live in Leicester, you live in Lincoln, some of you even Leeds, I don't think Leeds is too far to get down to Nottingham once in a while, you live in Derby, Chesterfield, help me, uh, is Coventry too far from Nottingham, Coventry, Warwick, Wolverhampton, the question has been, where is the Kingdom Culture Missions Base in the Midlands? The answer is in the city of Nottingham. Amen? In the city of Nottingham. So um, if you are interested in being, especially for those of you who found us through the summit and connected to us, if you are interested in being a part of that missions base, and there is a whole lot more to be a part of a missions base for in kingdom culture than just to attend a Sunday service. In fact, there are parts of our missions base, bases that have nothing to do with the church. And so if you are in the Midlands and in the Yorkshire area and or in and around the city of London, can you please send us an email, uh, Chris, if you could help me with that, contact at kculture.org. Uh, reverb down just a tiny bit more. Contact at kculture.org uh, because we, we about to start to pick up some momentum, amen. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to do. By the end of February, the plan is that two missions bases should be fully up and running physically, not just virtually. Uh, and so, as announced prior to the summit, starting from this week coming, we took take, taking a week's break. Who needed the week? Who needs a month? God will help us, amen. Um, but starting from this week, at the summit, at the summit, at the quorum, and for the next 12 weeks, Sundays and Wednesdays and a few weekends in between where we have uh, either a week of apostolic emphasis or a school of ministry or congress already planned, amen? At worst, there will be one or two on scheduled dates. Everything else is already in the diary as a normal occurrence. 
we will be unfolding a curriculum designed to train people for apostolic ministry. And I don't mean to be an apostle. That could be part of it. But I mean to be part of apostolic communities. Uh, and you don't have to be a part of kingdom culture. If you're a leader of a ministry organization and you believe you're called to impact your community apostolically, then this is for you as well. So just make sure you're subscribed uh, to the YouTube and Facebook platforms. And if you are in the city of London or Nottingham, make sure you send us an email so we can let you know the dates that are in person. For instance, uh, the embassy studio for the rest of the year is now open. So every Sunday and every Wednesday, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. UK time, Sundays at 1 p.m. UK time, except for the General Assembly first Sunday of the month, you are welcome to turn up at the London Embassy uh, to be a part of what goes on physically. If you're excited by that, somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Uh, by the way, also, our guests from the summit send their love. Reverend Celia, Reverend Gideon, Reverend Austin. Uh, they are still raving about what God did and poured out. Uh, and they said to let you know that they, Esther says a month is needed. I wish we could have a month. Maybe we'll take a month in turn. So I'll take a week, you take the next week, and then that way we'll have a month. Um, and they've all, to a man, seen the need and confirmed the need, as I believe is the case in God's dealings with me, to be intentional about stewarding what God poured out. Oh, thank you, Jesus. To be intentional about stewarding it. Uh, to the point where they have all specifically volunteered to be a part of the process of stewarding. So over the next 12 weeks, you will be hearing from each of them uh, at least once. Amen. If you're excited, give God a round of praise. Um, and I am looking forward to that. Secondly, I want to give, I want to repeat my vote of thanks. I gave one at the summit, but I want to repeat it. Um, I want to repeat it. To every person. Now, if you're in the room, please, I want to see your face. So for those of you who are behind the screen or monitor, can you just come out so I can see your face for this? And if you're online, I see you in the spirit. Uh, to every single individual who was a part of delivering what to me, I'm biased, was the best and most glorious divine visitation in our region this year. And there've been some amazing conferences and events all around the UK, but I'm biased. I think this was by far the best. Anybody agree with me? Anybody agree with me? Okay. So if you are a part, if you were a part of that, uh, this is distracting. What I'm doing is very important. So folks, please, can we stop the movement for a second? Some of you are moving who should be standing because I'm about to pray. Um, number one, I want to say thank you. I am aware that I am a very militant individual. Um, I was raised on the war front. And when you are 
raised on the war front. That's distracting, please, sir. Thank you. That's my son, in case you're wondering. Uh, when you're raised on the war front, um, civilian life doesn't come naturally. And I'm aware that in my militancy, sometimes I forget to make clear how much I appreciate the sacrifice that goes into everything we do in this house. As I've said several times in public, and I want to repeat today, I'm simply the tip for those of you watching. This guy's not that deep. Um, I have backing, so I want to say backing. Uh, in, okay, um, some of the media team is pointing out something. Um, maybe just mute everything else except my mic. In Nigeria, we'd say, my brother did for back. In essence, you see this little runt, skinny, tiny thing, and he's in public, and this big guy is in an argument with him. He's like, I will kill you. And you're wondering, this guy will fold you, neatly put you in his pocket, and then sit down on you. And then you find out that the guy is pushing out his chest because he has backup. Someone say backup. I have backup. I have an amazing group of people who love God, who love his kingdom, who love each other, and who love me. I repeat, they love God, they love his kingdom. This is the order. They love God first, they love his kingdom, they love each other, meaning all of us as a family, but then beyond loving our family, they love me. Uh, they give life and limb, sweat and tears, money and blood. And many of them are often uncelebrated because you don't see them. Um, I told my brothers at the summit that there are people who made this happen that they never saw once during that entire week. Not because they were not around. They were physically around, but they were so busy that you never saw them once. My God and the angel of this house, they're the same person but different expressions. My God and the chief angel of this house will bless you. He will satisfy you. He will command the heavens to reign over you. He will take away your shame and your reproach. He will glorify you. He will publicly celebrate you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Not just for this past week, but for the past 13 years. And thank you for putting up with me. Amen. Somebody say, putting up with him. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you. Yeah, Frasier, it was awesome. Rodney, it was very insightful, correct? Um, and if you were a part, if you were a worker, no, not a visitor, if you were a worker, even those of you who worked virtually, there's some people who were not physically present who were doing something virtually. 
if you are a worker at the summit, um, Dorinda, please, is it possible for me to get a list of every single person who served in every single capacity during the summit? Uh, Dr. Jokke and I would like to uh, respond to you with a little token of our appreciation for all the stuff that you do. Has it been sorted, the issue? Okay, cool, no problem. Awesome, so let us get to the word of the Lord. Um, yes, I forgot to mention as well, uh, if you are a Levite in kingdom culture, um, in addition to getting your details, uh, the leadership team and the admin team will also be getting in touch with you to schedule a meeting or a conversation with myself and Dr. Jockey over the next week. Uh, we want to have a family chat with you uh, and you'll, you'll like what we have to say, I can assure you. Uh, so please, when they do get in touch, let's try and make it as, or let's try and work that out as quickly as possible so we can, uh, we can have that conversation. And I'm sure that we will all be all the better for it once it has occurred. So for the next seven or no, five weeks, so now to the end of the year is gonna be five weeks, right? For the next five weeks, my job whenever I preach here is going to be to clean up the summit. Someone say clean up. So my job during the summit was to fill in the blanks. Uh, and if you haven't, even if you were there, if you haven't gone back to listen to it again, please do. And don't just jump to the sermon. Start from the pre-service prayer. Somebody from outside kingdom culture reached out to me and said, and they were online, not just in person. They said that was transgenerational. They said, what I experienced, I believe, is something that if Jesus tarries, our children's generation will find as a watering hole. And he said, I hope you recorded everything. I said, yes, we did. That's why we spent tens of thousands of pounds on our media apparatus over the last few years. So we can curate experiences with God that last generations. So uh, it's all free. There's no paywall. There are no DVDs you have to pay for. It's on YouTube, amen. There's a playlist in our video description. Also, I forgot to mention, a few people reached out to me and said, Rev, I can't find the last service from Casey any longer on the YouTube homepage. Uh, I had that problem too till I figured out what's going on. So let me explain this. Uh, perhaps somebody can just screenshot our YouTube homepage or uh, share, share the screen and uh, put that up because I want to talk people through it. YouTube now has a system where when you go to the channel, the homepage is different from the page where all the live streams were. So there's a tab that says live. If you want to see the last few services, you need to go to the tab that says live. It will no longer show the last live stream on the homepage. Alrighty, open your Bible with me. We're still dealing with Isaiah chapter 60. Somebody say light. Say light. Light. And, and every preacher at the summit, uh, my favorite preacher, not just at the summit, but of all time. Y'all know who my favorite preacher is, right? Nope. Nope. 
She sat down in this room, amen. Oh, I didn't hear that. I heard Reverend Celia. She's one of my favorite preachers. Uh, but, and I'm not saying this just because I'm married to her. Um, I've, I've said this several times, Dr. Joke is my favorite preacher and she's been that way for a while. She was not always my favorite preacher. We were married for a little while before she became my favorite preacher. Uh, but God did something with her over the years that I, and every time she, she preaches, I'm like, How you, what Bible were you studying? You, you feel that way? Like, 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 is that the same Bible we all read? Um, and, but they all did an amazing job. And when you go back and you listen to some of the sermons like I did, you will hear not just revelation, you will hear open portals and invitations. When apostolic people preach, like I said, they don't just preach to communicate truth. They preach the open dimension so you can enter the reality of what they are preaching. Are you with me, somebody? In every single sermon I've listened back to, there was a point where the person was preaching where it switched from communicating truth, a bit, volume a little lower there, thank you, uh, from communicating truth to an invitation. I was talking to Pastor Liz this week and I said, I had to stop listening to the summit for a few days so I could rest because every time I listened to it, it recreated the exact same atmosphere as though I was there. And that atmosphere is very taxing on the physical body. So those, I discovered that those divine invitations are still valid. And so what I'm going to do over the next few weeks as I preach is go back to each divine invitation in each sermon and coax the door open a little more in your understanding so you can go through. Amen? And so today we start Elomarakusa with the book of Ephesians. Now, I'm cheating because this one happened during one of my sermons. So this one right here happened during one of my sermons. It was an open door that gave the invitation for migration. And if you were not sensitive, you would have missed that migration. So see this as a train that has come back to be sure that you bought it. Ephesians chapter five. And now because I have, ooh, okay, I don't have as much time as I thought I did. Uh, but in the summit, when I went here, uh, I had 15 minutes or so. Today I have maybe 20. So let's see if I can tease it open a bit further. A bit further. Ephesians chapter 5, we're going to go from verse 8. If you're there, say I'm there. If you're not there, say help me. Okay. For you were sometimes darkness. Someone say you were. Now remember we dealt with this in Genesis chapter 1 first of all, that God separated light from darkness, meaning light and the, the separation as we see in Genesis 1 was not that he threw the darkness away. And it wasn't that they existed concurrently in different locations at the same time. It was that one followed the other. 
Um, I'm going to plead that the vocal distractions are ameliorated because I'm in a very spiritually sensitive state in addition to working on 90 minutes sleep. So my spirit is tense. Thank you. And the separation was that God called the night the light a day and the darkness night. So we see that what he means by separation is that he made them consecutive where they were previously concurrent. What it means is that before they were separated, they were concurrent. In essence, light and darkness existed at the same time. And when God separated them, he divided them into seasons. The light day, the darkness night, and then the evening and morning were the first day. And the Bible says, weeping endures for a night. In essence, God separated light. And we find light as the system, the technology, the environment, the reality that is consistent with God's will, agenda, plan, and character. In essence, darkness is the opposite. A system, a technology, an environment, a, a, a season, whatever it is, a reality that is inconsistent with God's agenda, plan, reality, and character, and consistent with that of the enemy. The Bible calls him the prince of darkness, or, or, the, or the, calls them the rulers of darkness. And so we now see that God divided light and darkness, meaning he said, there's a season of your life where you will be, quote unquote, at the same time, experiencing light and darkness concurrently, light in this area, darkness in this area. And then when God begins to move you into destiny, he first separates. And separation means that they go from being concurrent to consecutive. He then says evening and morning the first day. Evening, Erev, the word opposite of the word Bukar, means declining light. And Bukar means ascending light. And therefore, when God gets ready to work in your life, Pastor Tosin, when it's a day, a day is a season of time in which God has a specific agenda, he will introduce a start season, a few hours, 6 p.m. to or say 4 p.m. to 7, of declining light, followed by a long interlude of complete darkness, followed by a season of rising light and the maximum light at noonday, the brightness of your rising. In essence, think it not strange when God speaks to you for light to start to reduce, followed by a night, and the Bible says weeping will endure for a night, so uh, there will be some weeping, Pastor Tosin, as you sp spoke about last Friday. Uh, and then joy will come in the morning. Uh, and many believers disqualify themselves from the dealings of God because they don't understand the cadence. When God speaks about a new season, expect a rev, declining light, followed by pitch blackness, followed by bokar, rising light. And you must have the wisdom to know where you are in the cadence. But I'll come back to that on Wednesday or maybe next week. And so the Bible then says, it is that understanding you must bring here. It says, you were sometimes darkness. Now, it didn't say you were in darkness. It says you were darkness. Are you aware of the significance of this statement? Pastor Tosin, it means that your presence in my life would bring darkness. <laughs> think about that if you are darkness it means that if you are with me at that time 
I will experience darkness because of you. That there are seasons of your life where you don't just experience darkness, you typify it. You're almost like a Jonah. You will sink the ship. <laughs> Whatever you, and, and hear me, this is not a, an attack of the enemy. This is a part of God's plan. And one of the reasons for this plan is, Tony, God wants to see who appreciates you for who you are and who sees you as a tool and an asset. Because if I see you as a tool and an asset, when you are darkness, I will run from you. Hello. Remember, arise, shine, for your light has come and God's glory has risen. Meaning, God's glory can be dormant in you. You can be, uh, uh, Reverend V, see, you can be a custodian of glory that doesn't rise. You and God know there's glory. Those who look behind the veil will see glory, but glory can be present. I feel like saying this with a Nigerian twang. Glory can be present, bah, and it's dormant. Jesus can be asleep in the ship and do nothing. Ah, he can be on the cross and, and, and the thief says, if you are the son of God. The people say, is not the man who, who prophesied and gave us bread? Come down, physician, heal yourself. Hello? When your light rises and when your light comes and God's glory rises, Gentiles will come to your light. But what happens when you're darkness? Not when you are in darkness, when you are Ah, now I know Paul, see, now hear me, the theologians, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. The Bible is full of examples, including with Jesus, where he takes a Bible passage seemingly out of context without breaking the context. The beauty of the Rema word is that as long as it doesn't violate the original context, God can speak, breathe on a word to you in a manner that is not the original context. The only rule is it cannot violate the original context. Does that make sense? An example, Pharisee says, you say you're the son of God. Jesus says, didn't you hear you are, son, you are, the, you are sons of God? He, he, was not, he broke the context of Psalm 82, if you understand it, but he used it as a metaphor. So I understand the context here is of salvation. I get it. I'm just telling you that there are times where you can be darkness. The Bible then says, but now, someone say now, you are light in the Lord. And so, take note, Tony, of who and what responds to you when you are darkness. Mm. Someone say, mm. Oh, Yamata. That's not where I'm going, but I just wanted to throw that out there. So I want to say, take notice. And don't be offended. Some of you have, have violated your right to rise because you are struggling to rise to prove a point. The entire basis for your 
desire to rise is now to show the people you want to show them are you am i talking to you want to let them know that they they messed up honey relax relax don't be upset pity them pity their lack of discernment does that make sense pity the woman who could have been your wife who will end up being your employee Pity the person who could have been your business partner who you will end up helping financially. Are you with me? If you're a ministry leader, pity the person who could be a part of your team who will just be a bench warmer. But understand that there are seasons where you are darkness. It's okay. Embrace it. Do what you should do in darkness. What should you do in darkness? Who knows what you should do in darkness? Number one, sit. But then what do you do while you're sitting? David says, I meditate upon my bed in the night watches. My reins give me understanding. It's the season to upload the dealings of God. Because as we will see, when light comes, it just exposes what you did in darkness. Okay, I got to run. I got to run. I'm going to make today brief. It says, well, now you are light in the Lord. Someone say in the Lord. So notice, it doesn't say you have light. It says you are light. You were darkness, meaning your ambience brought a... In essence, whatever you were attached to was held back by God's design. You know, the people God brings into your life to hold you back intentionally. Some of them are called mentors, leaders. Hello. And God trying to keep you from blowing your load too early. And I don't mean they tell you stop. I just mean, see, God can assign you a relationship. And simply because that person is a part of your ecosystem, it will stop certain things from moving at the speed you want. And it is not all, say, listen, if you are not discerning as a minister, somebody will come to you and say, oh, I see, I see one person like, it could be your spouse. Ah, that, that your wife is a witch. That's why you're not prospering. Hey. And then you chase away God's thermostat for your life. And then now you start to progress till you destroy yourself. But the same thing that was sent as quote unquote darkness can be activated as light. But the Bible says you are light in the Lord. Someone say in the Lord. So how do you transition from being darkness to being light? You refine your reality to fit within the boundary. Listen, not of God. Not of Jireh, Nisi, or Sabaoth of the lord adonai this is why i told you the invitation Ooh, help me holy spirit someone say help the man i can do this five maximum ten more minutes come on come on israel wake up wake up wake up let your body move into action the process 
of becoming light is tied to the process of entering and fitting within the Lord. And hear me. Jesus says, listen to me now. Listen, listen. I am the way, the truth, and the life. That means several things. Um, let's keep that, set, that the previous camera angle. I like that one. Let's keep it there for a little while so I, I can look at it. So I am, look at them. I am the way. It is on that way that you will encounter the truth. And, and I think this is what I'm looking for. Or is it this one? I think it's this one. Uh, and it is in encountering that truth that you will download the life. In essence, if you are not on the way, okay, I was wrong, it's this one. If you are not on the way, forgive me, forgive me. If you're not on the way, I haven't been in the embassy for, for a while. If you're not on the way, you will never encounter the truth. You can hear the truth without encountering it. Says, in essence, it is not truth because it is true. This one. It is not truth because it is true. It is truth because it is a personified reality that is able to bring you into a life. The Bible says in John 1 that we beheld his face as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace. Someone say grace. And truth. We preach a lot about grace in our generation. But very little about truth. And like I'm saying, I don't mean when I say truth, I don't mean what is correct. Truth by definition must be true. But not everything that is true is truth. Or Pilate would not have had to ask the question, what is truth? Remember? So, you must be on the way. In a sense, there is a way in which you meet truth. And what I'm saying is, there is a path of life outside which no amount of correct revelation will activate a life. Because you cannot find truth or the truth outside of the way. So, two people can be, I am Soreka. Two people can be subject, to get some keys please, can be subject to the exact same Help me, Holy Spirit. Sounds revival. To the exact same body of teaching and mentorship. And one person's light will come while the other is still in darkness. And it will not necessarily be a function of the sovereignty of God. And it will not be that the second person didn't understand what they heard. It will not be that they didn't apply it. It will not be that they didn't pray and fast. In fact, you may find the one who did less spiritual activity having more light sooner. One of them is on the way. See, the spirit realm is very selective. You cannot be outside the way and meet the truth. Because the truth is only found on the way. 
and there can be no life. In essence, the, the inherent life. He, in him was light and that light was the that life was that that was life and that life was the light of men in a sense light is a function of a life and that life can only be the outworking of truth so you can run around a mountain with correct revelation your whole life and the Bible says the labor of the fool will weary them for they don't know how to get down to the city. How do you get down to the city? By the correct way. Does that make sense? And Jesus says, I am the way. And throughout his life and post his life, every, every time uh, a New Testament believer saw Jesus post-resurrection, what do they call him? Lord. Or Master right so he says i'm the way ephesians 5 says you are light in the lord someone say in the lord so that encounter with truth remember in him was life and the life was the light of men so there is a life that when you ingest correctly it shows up to the rest of us as light. Let me repeat that. That light of your rising, that light, first the inner light that prepares you to rise, then the external light that causes you to rise, uh, is, is, is a product of a life. If we saw the graphical, beyond the graphical, the matrix code, we would see a zoe. On the screen, the I's and O's of the matrix on the screen show up as a software experience called light. So there is no light without that life. And the only way to find and encounter that life is to meet the truth. So the truth is revealed by truths. Jesus said, you search the scriptures for in them you think you'll find eternal life but all they do is testify of the truth so when you meet the truth he will reveal himself as truths but you can somebody else can find those exact same truths and not meet the truth and the only way to meet the truth is on on in the way and the bible says listen we thought it was heaven Heaven is an example of this principle. But the Bible says that the way that leadeth to what? To what? Eternal life. Not everlasting life. That's a part. Zoe. The way that leads to that life is narrow. Now, heaven is an ex getting to heaven is an example is is one dimension of that life it's the final bus stop but it applies to every face that takes up a little bit of that eternal life in our experience you know i was i was i was i was driving to church this afternoon uh and youtube spat me out while, as soon as i was done listening to one of the summit videos YouTube spot, no, I think because of the, um, the names or whatever, 
YouTube spat me out a video by Reverend Gideon. Uh, and he said something that made me smile. Because I said, oh, this is, this is my word. Uh, he said, he quoted the scripture from glory to glory. And he said, when people die, we usually say, oh, they've gone to glory. And he said, that is only true if they were already in glory. And then, you know, I told you that I, I love, you know, I, I love, I, I love the, the, the technology God has gifted him with because it's, it's very similar to mine. He said something that is profound. He says, if you are a stranger to glory in time, you will be a stranger to glory in eternity. So you are only going to glory if you started from glory on the earth. Does that make sense? May God give you insight to what I mean by that. Um, but in the same vein, Yamasatya. You will only have eternal life in heaven if you had eternal life on earth. Heaven will simply be the next season of that eternal life. So on the earth, that eternal life is what we call light. And hear me, it's not something you can conjure. Nobody has sustained rising without some level of life and light. And I keep saying Christians are the only ones who think we can get it by chance. Unbelievers don't leave their rising to chance. They do some. See, you see somebody who appeared and stayed. I don't want to mention names. In the music industry, somebody has been, I mean, think about this. What's so special about this person's voice versus this other person's voice? Somebody knows what to do. There's a Lord that they have entered. But believers are the only ones who think that we can just enjoy. Bible says the invisible things of creation are made clearly seen by things that are visible. We understand by faith that the things that are seen were not made from things that do appear. Christians are the only people who believe that you can have visible manifestations that you did not design from the unseen world. I've told you the story of how in a season of my life, sis, I bought a car. Actually, God blessed me with a car that was inconsistent with my inner reality. I know because the first three days I couldn't drive it. It was a Jaguar XJ. At the time, it was my dream car. My wife took me for, 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 for a test drive on my birthday. It was just a test drive. And I said, Lord, I want it. And, and I, you know, God had my cry. And four months later, the car was parked outside my house. And I couldn't drive it for the, I, I covered, I, I, I paid for a parking space. I said, before somebody scratches my car. Every time I entered, my, my inner reality, I there was poverty on the inside. But I'd been blessed with wealth. You know that poverty chased the car away. Within a year, the car was gone. Somebody smashed into it and wrote it off. So when God was going to bless me with a second dream car a few years from now, I knew what to do. 
I told the story. I took it on a test. I drove to Scotland the day. As I picked up the car, I did a road trip to Scotland. And I was ramak. I said, Lord, this one will not go. Right? You, you will, we must create. So many of us keep losing things because we are. there is no internal life consistent with the light we are trying to orchestrate for ourselves. I have nothing wrong with marketing. I have nothing wrong with, with publicity. I have nothing wrong with hustling. But, but hustle internally first. Or at least hustle concurrently. Because whatever hustle you don't do in the unseen will undermine the hustle you do do in the scene. You can take extra shifts and the same month your car will break down. Say law. That the unseen... And the scene must be in balance. And there's no amount of change you can do to the scene. Because the unseen is far stronger. I take that back. You can. But it takes a whole lot of force and a whole lot of time. The shortcut is to change the unseen. And you change it by encountering a life. And that life is a product of an encounter with truth. The truth. It's an entity that reveals itself by truths. The same way the word reveals himself by words. But you can encounter those words and not meet the word. And the only way to meet him is on the way. And he said that way that leads to eternal life is narrow. Listen, and few there be that find it. Hello. That's Jesus talking. <laughs> now notice that few find it. Meaning the ones who are searching for it, not all of them find it. How much those who are not searching? You know how many Christians are not even searching for this way? On the travesties of my life, is that I went over a decade as a Christian before, some, before God had to help me out to show me, Pastor Ozen, that there is a cadence and rhythm by which I must live my life to be a candidate for his dealings. I don't mean that when, when he deals with me, then I'll live by that cadence. I mean... For God to even begin to deal with you, there's a rhythm, and that rhythm is different for each of us. So when God has mercy on a man, he will help you stumble into the rhythm. And that's why in our generation, we must teach these things so people don't have to stumble into them anymore. You must pass the bush and turn for him to even begin the dealings. Only God knows how long that bush had been burning. What if it had been burning for 20 years? And Moses every day was up and down the mountain and didn't notice. Okay, let's wrap this up. We'll continue on Wednesday. But now you are light in the Lord, meaning you must enter. The, someone say in the Lord. In the master, in the owner, in the one who gives. See, every time somebody called him Lord... Read your, not every, but most times, there was either an explicit or an implicit instruction that followed. Paul met him on the road to Damascus and says, Lord, 
And what did he do? He said, go here, go here, wait here, I'll do this. So the dimension of him as Lord is the dimension of instructions and of a surrender to a cadre. And your darkness continues, sometimes perpetually, until you master the art of living by set of directions. And being in, meaning, remember he says that road is narrow? It means it is very easy. If you've ever driven from Sheffield to Manchester before they made the bypass, 15, 17 years ago, 20 years ago, when I used to drive that route, there are parts of a double carriageway where only one car can pass. If you just make mistakes small, you're off a mountain. That's the way. And that's why few find it, listen, but fewer stay on it. The people who find it, Tony, who can't stay on it because they think it's too narrow. And that's why he says to lay aside every weight. To stay on that way, you need to travel light. And we'll talk about that if God gives us grace and utterance. Or we'll continue about that on Wednesday. It says, now you are light in the Lord. Look at that punctuation mark, colon, meaning this is how to know that you have entered the Lord and are now light. Walk as children of light. Walk as what? So, it is not your behavior, listen, that will make you light. Your being light will be proven by your behavior. That's why we don't, we don't attack your behavior legalistically. When I see certain things, I don't call you names. I simply call you and say, are you aware that this output is indicative of the fact that something is wrong behind the scene. That's how I work. I don't say, fix this. No. I say, what went wrong here that led to this? So, your lack of light is not because of your behavior. Your behavior is indicative that you lack light. The answer is not to engineer your behavior. The answer is to pursue light. And how do you find it? In the Lord, on the way, encountering the truth that produces life. Stand with me, let's pray. You will then see that after this, he then talks about proving what is acceptable unto the Lord and having no fellowship with unfulfilled works of darkness. He then talks about the fruit Mm, of the spirit so the outward manifestations of alignment and surrender are not what give you light that's why many people miss it they told you you know we those of us who have some small light told you that this is how we got our light alignment recalibration surrender mm, we didn't explain it properly Tony, it's not how we got our light. It's the proof that we found light. 
So your inability to live within the demands of divine alignment is not the reason you lack light. It is the indication that you lack light. So stop trying harder to be aligned. Pursue light harder. To be continued on Wednesday. Lift your voice, somebody. Say, Lord, cry out, somebody, like your life depends on it. Say, Lord, help me to be light in the Lord in this season. Open your mouth and pray. Help me to be light. Help me to find my, give me grace to find my way into you. Let my light come that my light may come. <laughs> Let this light come that this light may come. Because as we will see on Wednesday, if we have time, the Bible then says light is that which makes manifest. In essence, the, the, ex, the, the rising light comes to expose and platform the internal light. And it says that which was reproved. In essence, there will be a test of it. But we'll talk about that on Wednesday. Say, Lord, help me. Give me grace. Pastor, say, come, 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 come wrap up this prayer. Uh, and, 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 and I think you're supposed to finish service and, and as God leads you. Say, Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Father, give us the grace. Come on, just for two more minutes. Say, God, give me the grace. Give me the grace, God. To pursue my light in you, Mazeke Paronda to pursue light in you, God. Rekazike Parandos Capariandosa, Remazoka Parendos Caparica Zucapande, Remazota Lamandos Caparandosata. I have tried to accomplish these things in my own strength and in my own wisdom. I have been hustling and bustling in my own strength and in my own wisdom. When really what I need to do is pursue the light of God. Mazeke parindus gapandosh kapaya. Oh God, rabazotamandosha. I lay down my strength. I lay down my wisdom. And I seek, oh God, to go on a journey to pursue you, God. Mazoka pandore mazota. Mazeke parika zuka pandosh tapaya. Eke parinda zuka pandosh 
Father, I give up trying to figure things out in my own logic. I give up trying to figure things out in my own understanding. Mazuka pandoshka pandeha. Remazuke parika zuka pandoshka. Aka pandoshka pande. I give myself, oh God, to a journey of pursuit. Mazeke paruba dika bandosha. I give myself, oh God, to a journey of pursuit. Pursuit of the light of the Lord come on just for 60 more seconds come and tell God say God I lay down my own strength I lay down my own wisdom I have tried and it has failed I lay down my own logic I lay down trying to figure things out in my own understanding trying to conjure things up I give myself oh God to the pursuit of the light of the Lord. Father, we give ourselves. We give ourselves, oh God, to the pursuit of the Lord. For it is in you, oh God, that we can find the light. It is in you, O oh God, that we can become this light. We give ourselves not to the wisdom of man. We give ourselves, O oh God, not to the strength of man. We give ourselves, O oh God, not to logic. Not even to the seven steps and the five steps that we read in the books. But Lord, in the season, we give ourselves to the pursuit of the light of the Lord. Give us the grace to remain on the path. Give us the grace to remain on the narrow path. Let us not say that this path is too narrow and we begin to look outside. Let us not say that this path is too narrow and we begin to look outside. Oh God, release your grace upon us to pursue you. For it is in you, oh God, that we can become this light. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, just for 30 seconds. Just begin to thank God for that grace. Thank God for that grace. That grace to pursue. That grace to remain on the path. That grace that says, it doesn't matter. I will remain on this path of pursuit. I will not be tempted to look elsewhere. I will not be tempted to go outside of this narrow path. I will remain here. I will continue to pursue until I lay hold of this light. Father, we thank you for the grace. We thank you for the grace to remain in you. We thank you for the grace to pursue you. Oh, Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. Father, thank you for this insight. Thank you for this revelation. 
that you have given to us God and we thank you for the grace that you have released upon us individually and as a house we give you glory we give you glory for our lives oh God mazeke parika zupando shaya our lives will begin to testify oh God of this pursuit and of the decision that we have made to remain on this narrow path on the, on, and our lives will begin to testify oh God of the decision that we have made to pursue you God and to not let go until we lay hold of you and of this light in Jesus mighty name amen amen let's put our hands together for God amen 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 what an, a life changing word God bless you Rev for that word that has come forth with light with revelation and I pray that God will give us the grace to go back home and begin to apply this word to our lives um, don't go anywhere still stay with us I know time is far well spent we just have some announcements which should be coming up on your screen now Hashtag, we will yet pray. We are not slowing down after the summer, okay? So Monday to Friday, we still have our prayer sessions. 6.30 a.m., we've got Morning Drops of Glory. 12 p.m., we've got The Gap. And 7 p.m., we have The Altar. So make sure you join us on YouTube, and you can also join us on Zoom. On the YouTube, make sure you join us on the Apostolic channel. The giving details will be on the screen. You can also find these on the description of this video. Please, please, when you give, please make sure you reference exactly what it is you are given for so that we make sure we give your funds to the correct places. So thank you as you do so. Oh my days, we are starting the tabernacle of Moses. Guys, it is December already and you know what that is. Prayer and fasting from the 1st of December for 21 days. Make sure you join, okay? And more details are to follow. Now, if you have more questions or have forgotten everything I've just said, um, please make sure you email our operations team at contact at kculture.org including zoom links or any questions that you have make sure you email us okay we're coming towards the end of the announcements um, thank you so much for watching these announcements um, again my name is Minister Amanda and thank you so much for paying attention all right bye God bless you all. Thank you for attending the Sunday, our Sunday service. I'm pretty sure that you have been blessed. Wherever you are, I want you to just <clears throat> turn to somebody next to you. If you're at home, in your clusters, take somebody by the hand and just share the grace with them. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore amen surely god's goodness and mercy shall follow you all all the days of your lives and you will dwell in the house of the lord forever and ever amen god bless you all